I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn of From What Culture Football. And I'm Andrew Pollard from What Culture Football. And we are here with your daily football news update. Before we get into it, though, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Football, wherever you get your podcast from, for daily football podcasts. Well, we start with a story about Tottenham Hotspur. So let's cross over to our all or nothing expert, Andrew Pollard. Andrew, what can you tell us on the latest for Delhi Alley? Cheers, Jeff. Um, yeah, the, 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 the latest on Delhi Alley is that his his time at Tottenham Hotspur is seemingly coming to a close, um, which is a little bit of a shock. Um, I'll be honest. I'm obviously started the opening weekend uh, Premier League game for Spurs against Everton. Was substituted at half, oh, at half past at half past time. At half time, <laughs> he was booked by Jose Mourinho, um, and so that wasn't great. And then if anybody has seen All or Nothing, it seems like he's got a not a frosty relationship with Jose, but there's lots of kind of half joke jibes uh, towards mm. Deli Ali for being lazy and for being a poor trainer. And it's it is that the way that Jose puts it across is it comes across as like I said, it's kind of oh it's tongue in cheek and he's just having a laugh, but you know that there is at least some nugget of truth in all of this. Um, but yeah, uh, completely omitted from the matchday squad for Spurs' win over Southampton yesterday. Um, a very dominant win for Spurs. Son in my fantasy football team doing me a whole load of good. Um, but yeah, no Deli Ali, not even in the squad, not on the bench, not involved in the slightest. Uh, and that in itself has been followed up by a story from Fabrizio Romano, who is, again, one of the most trusted sources on the planet, who um, who said that, yeah, Spurs have been <laughs> just offering Deli Alley out to whoever wants to take him. There was um, there, there was the possibility of him going to Real Madrid as part of the Gareth Bale deal. He was offered there on loan, but Real Madrid went, now we're all right, thanks. Um, <laughs> and now it's it looks like Paris Saint-Germain have, have kind of taken a lead in the race to sign Deli Alley in there. They're, they've opened talks with the players' agents. Um, no fee's been agreed with Spurs as of yet, but yeah, I mean, he's been there, technically been a Spurs player for five seasons. That first season, of course, he was loaned back to MK Dons, but he's part of the first of, of the, the, the well, the team that Pochettino built, um, those the, we had the, this breakout year in 2016-17 where he got 22 goals in 55 games. Followed that up with 14 and 50 from midfield. Just a key part of that side with Christian Eriksen, Harry Kane, Son. Um, yeah, but it looks like it's it's all over. It's it's very much nothing, not all for Deli Ali when it comes to his time at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, it really feels like he's lost his way over the last year or so. Um, and 
from all you've told me about this relationship with Mourinho, it's only ever going to end one way. I saw Mourinho protesting last night on Match of the Day too. That it's just, I mean, they do have a mad fixture list over the last, over the next sort of what seven days. I think they've got still got three more games or something. It's like five games over ten days, I think it is for them. Uh, so he was insisting that it was just squad rotation, but very timely squad rotation, I thought. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he would be a, a great signing for for whoever picks him up. But like you say, it's with the caveat of you can sort of tell that if Tottenham Hotspur are letting him go, there's clearly some issues there about, you know, whether it's jokey or not, about his mentality, let's say. Yeah, um, and some people are saying maybe he's already peaked, uh, that he peaked maybe two seasons ago. I mean, the player is only 24 years of age yeah. still, so there's there's a lot still to come from Deli Ali, I'm sure. And he, he is a, a fantastic player on his day, but... I, still, I can't think who it was now. I want to give them credit, and I, I can't because I can't remember who it was. But somebody put across a really uh, clever point of maybe um, people bigged him up too soon and we put him on this pedestal of being mm. this world-class footballer and maybe he never quite was there. Uh, and this is the reality is, is how he's been in the last season or two, which he, he's been great, but it's it's just not as consistent as he was those, those previous two seasons. Um, and a fun story that I saw was that, that Spurs have got an interest, reportedly, in Jesse Lingard for oh, 30 million. Sake. Yeah, for 30 million from Manchester United. And it's like, you're telling me that you, you, you want, you've got a spot for, hypothetically, for Jesse Lingard, but you haven't got a place for Deli Alley. Uh, I'm not having that whatsoever, and uh, maybe maybe there's a swap deal there to be had for both parties, and Delhi Ali ends up at Old Trafford. Stranger wow. things yeah. have happened, but uh, yeah, I, I, well, the fact that Paris Saint Germain are looking at him, Paris Saint Germain, yeah, go after the, the big name top top stars, and it's there's clearly a very good footballer there, but it just looks like that very good footballer isn't going to be uh, kicking the ball around uh, for Spurs any longer, which is it's it's a strange one, but yeah, I'm expecting him to be out the door sooner rather than later. Uh, speaking of transfers, let's move on and talk about Arturo Vidal, who looks set to seal his move from Barcelona to Inter Milan in the next 24 hours. Uh, he's there in Milan today having his medical. Uh, of course, reuniting with Antonio Conte after they won three successive Serie A titles together at Juventus. Um, Inter Milan, by the way, haven't started their Serie A um, season yet. They will play Fiorentina on Saturday. And Lionel Messi sent a lovely message to Vidal on Instagram as this move seemingly <laughs> looks set to be concluded, saying, I only knew you from facing each other and you always seemed like a phenomenon to me. But later I was lucky to meet you personally and you surprised me even more. They were two years sharing many things and you made yourself heard a lot. The players are going to miss you, Arturo. I wish you all the best in this new stage at your new club. We will cross again for sure. P.S. Take me with you. Oh, sorry, that last bit I may have added <laughs> myself but a lovely message and a good signing i think for inter milan yeah very good signing yeah I, i've not seen that messy message I, I was expecting something like shawshank redemption with like a letter <laughs> of like wait for me sort of thing out there um of just messy of like damn it you're the one that got out um put a good <laughs> word in for me of antonio please bro um yeah it's it's a, a great signing for inter milan uh he a player that's proven in italian football and a player who it seems like barcelona spent the last 12 months trying to get rid of um and and now he's gone and Thinking it's it's probably it's a very good get for uh, for Inter, uh, frees up a wage for Barcelona, and again the stories of Barcelona are, are very much um, looking down the side of the sofa to see if there's any spare change down there right now because they're desperately trying to raise funds to, to sign players. So getting players off the books is, is one way to do that. And yeah, for Inter they get a hell of a footballer there. You still got some a good few years in the tank for me, especially in Serie A. I think 
he'll fit right into that that um, that into team and just brings a whole wealth of experience. Yeah, whole lot of love for uh, Otto Rundell from me. Yeah, and as we keep saying, Serie A is shaping up to be a brilliant season in the Italian leagues. I, I can't wait to see what happens in that league. And I think it's a, it's a sensational sign for Inter and a big loss. I don't understand why Barca want to let him go, aside from, yeah, spare any change, basically. Yeah, yeah. But um, on the, the other side of that, there might be finally an incoming uh, at the Camp Nou. Uh, yes, in the form of Eric Garcia from Manchester City. Now, this is a player who Barca have been linked with for, God, for the last six months or so, really. Because, mm. I mean, he, he started, uh, well, I think it was 13 appearances he made in the end for, for Pep Guardiola's Man City this season. Still only 19 years of age. Made his Spain debut this very month in the 4-0 the win of Ukraine. There was Sergio Ramos scored twice. Uh, came on for Ramos, actually. But yeah, Eric Garcia, this one's been rumbling away for months. It looks like it might finally, finally be happening for a fee in the region of 80 million euros uh, being reported by Albert Roque. And um, yeah, it's it's there's a signing, maybe, possibly, after being Hooray. linked with Gini Wijnaldum. Yeah, after being linked with Memphis Depay. After being linked with anybody that, that um, seemingly was Dutch at one point, obviously being linked with Donny van der Beek before he went to Manchester United. And it looks like Ronald Koeman is going to get someone through the door. And this is a player who knows Barcelona very well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was there as a youth player from 2008 through until 2017 when he went to Manchester City. Um, and the fact that even Pep Guardiola came out about two months ago and said that, yeah, the player wants to leave, he wants to go to Barcelona. We kind of expected this deal to happen. And it looks like it finally maybe uh, maybe getting to be a done deal. About damn time is what I say. Just very quickly on Gini Wijnaldum. They were talking a lot about him, of course, uh, in the Liverpool-Chelsea game yesterday. Liverpool would be stupid to let him go, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, totally. But I'm uh, I'm, I'm a big Gini like Wijnaldum they, fan. He, yeah. He's not just a fringe player who like, oh, well, yeah, we don't really need him. And I know, you know, on, on occasion he comes off the bench. But when he does, like he's he scored huge goals for them in previous seasons. And he just, like... That mesmerising midfield they've got, especially with the addition of Thiago, who just, aside from giving away the penalty, looked great yesterday. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get rid of him. One yeah. injury, and he's, I mean, if, if he isn't already straight into that starting eleven, and he is for the most part starting for Liverpool. So yeah, I don't see that transfer going through unless Barcelona throw a lot more money uh, at Liverpool. Um, but talking of Manchester City, this is a through line with all today's news stories. Pep Guardiola, he's of course in his final year of his contract at Manchester City. Huge amount of speculation, uh, mainly fueled by this channel, probably about what's <laughs> going to be happening next with him. Uh, but he has claimed he would love to stay longer at Manchester City, but must earn the right. It's being reported today by Sky Sports. Um, he... he has won six major trophies, of course, at Manchester City, two Premier League titles uh, since 2016. Incredible achievement. Um, it strikes me that if he is making these sorts of noises, he may well sign a new contract. I think, you know, we, you look at his track record and whenever he has sort of decided his time's up at the club, everyone knows about it pretty sharpish. And whether it be moving to a different club or just, you know, taking a break from football, it's up to him. And I, I, I still feel collectively he and Manchester City have a point to prove not in the Premier League obviously they've got 100 points they looked incredible they will want to try and wrest that title back from Liverpool which to me is looking a harder and harder task Um, I thought really showcased how great Liverpool looked yesterday uh, which we'll talk about in our Premier League review a little bit later on today but also he's going to want to win the Champions League isn't he after missing out last season you think so, yeah. But then everybody said that at Bayern Munich, where he wasn't going to leave Bayern Munich until he won the Champions League. Um, 
and then he went to Manchester City. Um, I, I don't know, Wumi. See, I, I, part of me feels that this, I, I'm fully expecting Pep to walk away at the end of this, this season now. It's weird to say the season has started, but we are in the 2020-21 campaign. Um, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling that he's going to go at the end of this year. Um, may, maybe they win the title, maybe they don't. But I, I just think with Pep, he seems that sort of manager where he wants to go, he wants to sample different things. And I mean, he's been successful in Spain with Barcelona, been successful in Germany in the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich, being extremely successful with Manchester, Manchester City in the Premier League. And to me, I, I think it just all signs point to Italy at some point in the near future. And maybe he doesn't sign a new deal and maybe this is his final season in the Premier League. But I don't know, I'm sure if they, if you think if they offered enough money to Pep, maybe he'd stay. But I don't know if he's that sort of manager, really. I think he's more about the the experiences. Um, and, yeah, experiences and, and he loves a new challenge, doesn't he? Exactly. And if, if something opens up in Italy where, I, I, I don't know, because um, you're looking at it, it's like, well, I don't think Juventus would be a challenge. <laughs> That's the thing, because they, they just win the league every season. But so do so too do Bayern Munich and so too did Barcelona. So, I mean, he's, he's he's not been afraid to take over these teams that just win anyway. So there's always that argument to me of like, maybe... I don't know, take over an AC Milan, rejuvenate take an AC over, Milan. Take over my beloved Roma and just finally maybe. lead them to the promised land. Oh, yeah. maybe it's exciting now. Fiorentina. It. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's one of those where, I, I mean, it's never going to happen because it's not how football works, but it's like, I'd love to see Pep Guardiola take over like Sampdoria and just try, mm. or, or Palmer, one of those teams. It's like, or I'd love Rexham to see or Chesterfield, you know. Or Wrexham or Chesterfield, yeah. Or uh, or maybe, I don't know, it's like, wouldn't it be fun as, just as an experiment to have Jose Mourinho take over uh, Wiccan Wanderers, Oxford United, Rotherham, something like that, and just to see if they could get it done without um, without Pep coming through. Okay, he, he's took over a Barcelona side that are already dominating Spanish football. He's took over a, a Bayern Munich side that are already dominating German football, and he's took over a Manchester City side that were likewise likewise one of the powerhouses. Now go and do it with Sam. Now go and do it with I don't know somebody. But yeah, that's the, who knows where he'll go next. Who knows when he'll go wherever he goes next. They um, they tonight as well against Wolves, which we'll be previewing yes. a little bit later on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of Wolves, um, there's, uh, yes, one transfer just to wrap things up. Um, Wolves signing a Portuguese international. Never. What? <laughs> I know. Crazy. Especially in the week where they've launched their third kit, which is essentially the yeah. Portuguese home <laughs> kit, which is brilliant. Uh, yeah, Nelson Semedo from Barcelona looks like he's on his way to, to Marnie, uh for a fee in the region of £30 million. Pounds. It's been reported by all the major outlets this morning. Uh, 26 years old, Joe from Benfica in 2017, has a couple of La Liga titles to himself. And like I uh, mentioned before, Barcelona needs to raise some funds uh, and yeah if they can get 30 million for Semedo that's money they can then invest into the squad um, for Wolves this is would be would serve as a perfect replacement for Matt Doherty who obviously went to Spurs for a bafflingly low amount of money earlier this summer um, and Wolves have just sold Diego Jota as well for 41 million I believe it was to, to Liverpool so there's there's funds there at Wolves um, and there's a there's a Portuguese international on the market, so of course they're going to go in for him. Uh, and a great footballer, a great player, and as anybody who's ever played FIFA will know, just absolutely rapid. But um, more than that, he's, he's just very skillful, very um, yeah, technically very good. Defensively, he can sometimes go a little bit astray, but ah, fullbacks don't need to defend these days. 
He'll have Connor Cody shouting at me in no time, don't worry. Yeah, again, I, I'm sort of obviously, obviously seeing him play sporadically for Bayern, for Barcelona even, but uh, I'm mainly basing playing with him or FIFA on this. A sensational signing uh, if this goes through for Wolverhampton Wanderers. We are being spoiled rotten with some of the signs this summer. Jane Sancho would be the cherry on the icing on the cake if, if United can get him, and I reckon they may well step up that, even though the speculation is that it kind of might be dead in the water, that deal. Just because, you know, they lost to Crystal Palace over the sodding weekend. Um, so, uh, but to come back to this, like you say, I mean, if Portugal win any tournament going forward, the Wolves fans will be so ecstatic because it's basically their side. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they get Ronaldo eventually. It's absolutely ridiculous, this, but a great signing. And uh, like you say, with the, the players that they've lost recently, uh, an important one as well. But do let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Football with iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily football podcasts you're out and about. Continue the conversation on Twitter at What Culture FC uh, and follow both of us. Watch there. Andrew, where can people get you on Twitter? Yeah, you can get me at Culture Left Peg. And you can find me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture FC, as I said, and myself and Andrew will be back later on today to talk this weekend's Premier League action and, of course, preview tonight's game between Wolves and Man City and Aston Villa and Sheffield United. You thought I was going to forget them there, didn't you? Uh, right, but for now, this will be the news. My thanks, Andrew Pollard. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. 